on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak or Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak or Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. We relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. What's going on? It's your boy King Des here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. What's going on, gentlemen? Jesus, what's good, everybody? Hey, it's Mr. Jen out here, man. I'm not even trying to catch this corona virtually, bro. I think you know, he's trying to keep us from getting his. Man, I don't got none, man. Let me just go ahead and give y'all this real, real. You know what I'm saying? So, so what you just did was waste the mask? Mm. That's what you did? No, you don't what waste you do? masks. Then what you do I with it? I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep this until I go out in the real streets and then use it. You know that's only good for a few days, right? Yeah. Can, yeah, you, dis- a- can you disinfect them? No, I don't think not, I, not to any good measure you can't. Yeah, right? I mean, listen, we, I got the cloth ones though. So I'm listen, we are, we are not medical professionals, so if y'all get any medical information from us, y'all some damn fools. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. Damn, but that was real, man. We want to talk about rejection and specifically facing rejection within your relationship. You know, rejection is a regular part of life. We've all failed a test. Some of us have not made a sports team. Not me. I've made every team I tried out for, you know, real hoopers, ballers. <laughs> uh, we've interviewed for jobs that we didn't get. Rejection is something that we've got to face. But when we think about rejection, we think about the exclusion from groups, from interaction, from information. But we forget about the exclusion from communication and emotional intimacy. And that's where relationships come in. You know, you may find yourself being rejected within your relationship more often than you like. You know, let's go into one of the basic ones I feel most men especially experience, but I've heard many women as well, is sexual. A lot of uh, sexual rejection within the relationship. Every mm-hmm. time nigga ask, you, you, you tired. Every time nigga ask, you ain't, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not with it. These tend to be the long-term relationships where there's stable stability, kids, financial stability so everything is seemingly okay yet for some reason uh, you know he can't get his rocks off you you forgot you forgot one characteristic though you forgot apathy aka don't give a shit about nothing right and that's what happened that's that long-term setting man shit becomes so monotonous and so mundane that that people man they just going through the motions they're so they are actively disengaged, or something they say in, in, in the personal world, right? They're actively disengaged, right? So they are participating in something, but without any real kind of overwhelming commitment to it. So I think that you you have to deal with that, unfortunately. And um, you know, I think I think that's just as bad as as regular rejection, man. For someone to be there and not be there, I think that almost stings just as bad. I don't know how you feel about it. No one wants to be rejected, period. Mm-hmm. by a stranger you know uh every man we go through that more and we're going to talk about an example of that later but every man is familiar with the possibility that when he approaches a woman he may be rejected mm-hmm. to think that i already have this woman and she's still rejecting me you know what i mean that that takes mm-hmm. it a bit further and i'm not gonna lie that shit does hurt man because i feel like because and we had this whole podcast on the power of the uh, of the oysters, what we called it, but really it's it's AKA though, exactly what you just said is, you know what I'm saying? And there's there's so much power that associated with women and the femininity and and the source of that that pee that they understand that so well that they control the ebb and the flow of all the sexual experiences. You can come in there and just randomly say, man, I really want some head right now. And she'd be like, yeah, not now. I'll take care of it later. But if the reverse was put into play and was like, nigga, eat this pussy right now, you'll be like, no problem. And it's a it's a differentiation. You, I what wouldn't if she be just came from the gym. What if she just came from the gym? You wanted them? Are you one of them? I'll eat some musky pussy if I had to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's 
Oh, on some principle, on some principle. Well, why did just you go to, just, to, so just to let her know how nasty I really oh, can be? Care? I think when you eat it, <laughs> if you eat it, eat the pussy when it's fresh from the gym or suck the dick fresh out the gym, it's more about showing love than it is about how nasty. Because, boy, you got to love a motherfucker <laughs> to do that right there. You doing it, G? No, I'm not. I'm not eating the pussy. Now, would I slide my dick in it? Sure. sure. Oh, that's, that doesn't count. That's easy. That yeah, but I'm that not count on that. I'm straight, man. That doesn't count. I don't count. even would really you? want her to do it for me when I leave the gym. Will I take it? Yes. Of but course. She, the moment she starts, I say, "You a nasty." You ass. a nasty. Exactly. And you I make sure it. I remind and her and I smile and, while I say it. But I mean, but it you enjoy it a little bit more because you know how. Forbidden and nasty it could be though. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I only low key judged her. Not big would you her. would you eat it with her period on? First of all, I don't know how we got this off subject. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Nigga, I used to hear Trina say that back in the day. Shout out to Trina Day Connie. Bitch, please. Real five all I'm, day. You I'm not eating you it. Have, you have Jen? You have? Yeah. Man, I, you know, uh, call me Moses, man, because I part that like red seat that time. Damn, you know what I'm saying? You eat it, though? Uh, <laughs> oh. 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 This is what disappointment looks like again. Oh, man, I'm just playing, man. Y'all no, can't man. take me serious, you know, to man. get back on subject, though, you know, the sexual rejection is more of a normal <laughs> thing in a relationship. And that goes on both ends before I go into the emotional side. I hear from women all the time who said, I have to beg my man to have sex with me. And, and, and I have to take it when he gives it because outside of that, I can't get it when I want it. What's the reason for that, though? That's my yeah. question. The, why, is he, why is he not that interested? Only yeah. that, that. But shit, it goes no different than a woman not uh, no. being a sport. You don't I think disagree, so? I, di I disagree with you because I think, I think men are more apt to be and i think men have a proclivity to be more aggressive when it comes to mating and being with women i just think that's the fact i think there's a lot of women that can be in a relationship with a man for 50 years and she's fine as long as her needs are taken care of and you can find a man who's been in a relationship for five and his girl doing everything and that nigga's still fucking bitches on the side so i think men are white women are wired a little differently and because of that i would say if he is not interested in engaging with a person who is readily available to him in his home, they got to I, I got to actually agree with that for a change. Like, this one, that one is harder. I'm sorry about that, bro. This one's just, I'm harder pressed to believe that a man, their sex drive and their level of desire is much greater than uh, a woman. And we've talked about that just straight off of, you know, the general dopamine levels and so forth and how how easy it is for us to kind of get to that high and how we desire that high and whatever the case may be. So it, I think we're more apt to doing it. So for me, when it comes to the woman, I think and when it comes to rejection, man, if a woman rejects a man, typically a man won't stop right there. He's going to try about two, three times unless he's on the, you know, the sixth month or whatever the case may be. And he doesn't hurt it every, all the time. Only, you know, one time is going to be fine with him before he just kind of, disassociates but men will try you a few times but to legitimately get tried a few times and and really give the man you know the heisman on it i mean come on man that's fucked up you you looking for that man to either disengage step out to aggravate a situation which is going to start more arguments and and you're going to create an unhappy home man there's no other two ways and, about it man. And, and while i agree with that i do want to touch on something you said earlier while men are more naturally aggressive, I think the truth is a lot of women have that same sexual aggression within them and they haven't experienced the the, the same sexual experiences. It, you know, for men, every time we have sex, we're going to come. Isn't that a great relief to know? I mean, it, it almost never fails. You know, it's ninety nine point nine nine nine, whereas so many women are, are not seeing half that percentage. You know what I mean? So mm. to me, when you find a who's been getting off and every time she has sex, she gets off and she loves it the same. You find those women who be like, man, that whole nasty. No, she like getting off just like we do. And yeah. you get that same aggression from her than you that you would um, uh, from a man. You know what I'm saying? As far as his natural state of mind. Comment on that, Des, if you disagree, let me know before. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So a couple things. I don't 
I, I never said any and all, right? What yeah. I mean by that is, yeah, there's like three billion women on this earth. Are there hundreds of million of millions of women that are aggressive, just as aggressive as men? Yeah, for sure, I'm for sure. You. I'm talking about the generality of women. Mm-hmm. If you're take, talking totality, I think there's more women who are not that way. I mean, not to get real geeky, but if you're thinking about how men and women are, and so I don't want to get into naturalism and religion, and you know, some people think God created. You know, the earth as it is right in his image. Some people think God, there is a God, but that he put things into motion and the world came a certain way. Whatever you believe, right? Men, they, they have a penis because they're meant to impregnate. So the male, the male ejaculation is step for step associated with the orgasm, right? Like it's, 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 it's not, they're one of the same. Yeah. So as a biological function, the male by default has to be more efficient than that because he's supposed to impregnate. Now, this is I'm looking at the animal world, right? Humans are different, supposedly. Preach, but the, preach, but the, but the male lion is, is supposed to impregnate, impregnate as many female lions as he can, which is why he has a pride, right? It doesn't behoove them to come for every goddamn male lion that puts his penis in, but for that one, nigga, that's all he that's all they need. Yeah, Give it to him when he got it. All the hosts in the whole tri- tribe. That's a good life. For the you know tribe. what I mean? Yeah, he bought so, that. Yeah, he bought maybe, maybe humans have messed this up a little bit. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, hashtag marriage, you know, marriage goals, all that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, we could argue that forever as far as whether or not, you know, that's the natural order of things, monogamy or not. But that's a different subject. Right. To stay on topic, you know, just the emotional aspect of things as well you know a lot of times a man you know we're known to be tough and rigid and stoic but when we do get vulnerable and open up if we're rejected if we tell you how we feel about something and you don't respond to it you're not you know what i'm saying attentive to that those feelings i feel those feelings of emotion are run an even greater risk than rejecting them you know on a sexual level would you agree or would you? Yeah, and I and <clears throat> questions, I guess, because in a way, I want you to talk on emotional rejection, but I also wonder which is worse, emotional or sexual rejection for a man. Which would we? Which I think it's more. Hurtful? I think it's actually tied because I think some of this, even sexual rejection, will have some emotional implications because there's at some point where you receive so much rejection in the bedroom that you start to begin to do what. And it's a natural uh, progression of of what people do when they are rejected. And that is um, really uh, hampering down on themselves, really getting in on themselves, self-criticizing, all that. And you start to question your very um, person. Right. You start to be like, what is it about me that I'm not doing that? That doesn't do it for her. Am I this? Am I that? And it starts to fuck with your self-esteem that's going to have some emotional implications because your safe haven is your home. So the one place that you should be able to come to in this crazy world is come home, feel respected, feel like a man, feel like a king, um, feel like, okay, I can be vulnerable here. And you go to this safe place and all of a sudden your vulnerability is exposed in a whole nother different level through this rejection. Now ain't nothing safe. You got a trickle down effect at work now. How, you know, your self-esteem when you're talking to your homeboys, a, a, a nigga step to you in the club. I mean, you don't know what you don't even know what the the, the cascading effect is. So I think yeah. they're tied, to be honest with you. I would say I think emotional is actually worse. Right. Because I think that is the thing that people crave most in a relationship. And I'm and, and, I, and I'm not saying that sexual <laughs> chemistry isn't locked up behind talking about one and one day but i think that's because here's, here's why i say that because you to me it's it's very difficult we always talk about the vibe right it's very difficult to go by the vibe like the vibe is something that happens where you like and it happens with people you don't expect it to and unfortunately it doesn't happen with people that you want it to all the time right but when that thing hits it hits and so for me listen at every level you want to think about it, motherfuckers can pay for something sexual. You got phone mm-hmm. sex, you got porn, you can buy a hoe, like, and and don't none of them bitches love you, okay? They're not going to help you with your problems, you can't talk about work to them, nothing. 
So my point is, is that if you got that, I think having the emotional part, the psychological part, stay is, is, is much more important. Yeah, because you know? it's easy, easier for, especially in my opinion, for a man to accept sexual rejection. We've been accepting that from day one. We've been, <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are well versed with what that looks like. So right. you know, I think it's just for a man, it's harder to open up. And when we do, you know, we expect it to, you know, be validated. So quick question before you move on to the next one, though, what you know, because I hate to leave this this place and not drop no jewels off for for dudes or women who are experiencing this rejection. How should they be handling? We're going to get into that. We're going to get into it. But in fact, we can get into that next. I just wanted to (laughs) nice transition. Okay, I wanted to bring up something. I read a professor at the University of Kentucky. Dr. Nathan DeWall said that the need to have a strong and fulfilling relationship is as fundamental to human nature as is the need for food and water. Would you agree with that? Shit, I do. Um, I, I'm, I agree with it for the whole sake of just I, it's it's humanity. I mean, believe it or not, that's why they create uh, the box or solitary confinement in prison, because exactly. it's, if you're cutting, if you're cutting. If you're cutting off your social connections, um, it's it's how we feel in this COVID situation, man. It's I feel like it's super tough for these these men or women who single and alone and they having to kind of go through this alone. It's virtually solitary confinement. And yeah. and that's why you see you're going to see this increase in depression and increase in um in, in, in any particular mental disorder. Dog, you could dog. It fucks with you all the way, bro. What do you think there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was going to say the exact same thing. There's a reason they created solitary confinement for criminals, right? That's a punishment for the folks who are already in punishment, right? Like, that's the, the motherfuckers that go to the box are from the group of the motherfuckers who could, didn't know how to behave with everybody else. And these niggas, they still can't get it right. So, and that's the punishment they went to. That, and that's sensory deprivation, right, which is part of it. Not being able to talk, touch, smell, see another human being or another living creature is it is i think it is completely opposite to what to, to what jen's point was completely opposite to what makes men and excuse me what makes human beings human beings yeah so uh, you know i think that's that's the key to craziness right there isolate somebody you know yeah so yeah that's emotional true. connection is an absolute bro and yeah. and, and no matter how a man want to come off a, 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 i'm i'm hard i'm a thug you know I'm straight on that, bro. You really ain't straight on that. Trust me, you ain't really no, straight no, on that. Most know that every, you know, you every straight on that. needs love too. You know, I believe. Yeah, that. They, they created a whole phrase. Thugs need love too. You know, before we talk about the ways to handle rejection, uh, just a quick talk, uh, mention on reasons why rejection even happens. I think sometimes, as well, you're not ready for a relationship. So some of the the reasons rejection really takes place is because you're not ready for what it is that you jumped yourself into. So anything that happens on their part, anything they do, you're taking it as rejection when really the fact is you just feeling uh, overwhelmed by everything. You you ever looked at it from that part? (laughs) I never looked at it on that part, but it it could make I mean, it makes sense, though, you know, just if you walk through it. If you're not in a place to receive and, and someone is is giving and maybe you're not in a position to receive it, you're going to be void regardless. I think you're going to you're going to find yourself in particular situations where you're <clears throat> going to feel like it's rejection. But it really isn't. It's really a pseudo or a false form of it, though. I don't think it's true rejection. Yeah. You know, I actually think you could look at it even more so from the perspective of sometimes people being altruistic with the with the emotions of others. And what I mean by that is, I mean. Every day in this world, right, and people are in relationships or on in budding relationships where one of the parties, the male or the woman realizes, I love this person or I really, really like this person. But I know to your point, Jen, I'm not in a position to give what I feel like I would need to give in order for this relationship mm-hmm. to be awesome. And that's, of course, that's better, that's I don't better. want to waste my time. 
and I don't want to hurt their feelings, right? But it has nothing to do with their their attraction to that person or the vibe they feel. It could be I'm I'm dealing with some I'm dealing with some grief over here. I'm in this outward projection of my job, and I may have to move to China or wherever else, and that's that's going to take me from here. So why start something I can't finish? I don't live my life like that, but I can see why a lot of people would. What you're basically saying to me is not all rejection is actual rejection. Sometimes it's circumstantial. You, you have to remain objective. And, and we're going to get into that a little bit more once we talk about ways to deal with it. But um, I, I thought about something as well. Times where we take something as rejection when it isn't, you know, oftentimes we're just not connecting in certain ways. You know, you can uh, like someone, but, you know, the conversation isn't great. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. sex isn't great, but I really like their personality and, and the vibe. So when we're rejecting them, it's not because we don't want them. It's because we're not connecting in other ways. And it's forcing me to reject you in another way, you know, because everything has balance. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you the follow question. Uh, and, and this thing, actually, this goes for both of you guys. If you start out, I don't know, dating someone or going out with dating someone, right? You guys... Shit. The hope is that romantically you guys have can have an attraction, right? But it turns out that while you really, really enjoy this person's company and you like spending time with her, there's no romantic chemistry there. So it's people get it calling to the friend zone, right? Yeah. Is having time with somebody and either you or them or you both realizing that though there's nothing romantically there, you enjoy each other's time. Is that a rejection necessarily? And and that's what I'm saying. I don't think yeah. it's a rejection. I think it's a, a, a just a situation of you not connecting, but it is perceived. It can be perceived as rejection. I agree. I think it's a I think it's a misalignment. And, you know, people always talking about timing, right place, right time that you're in this space and they're in that space. Dog, what happened if, you know, you you really hot about a chick and the chick is just not in that space? It does not even have to do with you not vibing. They're just not in that space. They could have came out of another relationship, still dealing with um, turmoil from that relationship or mm-hmm. some of the, the 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 after effects of it. And at the end of the day, she just can't do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you're it's not like y'all don't vibe even. It's just like it's just not the right timing. But you're going to take that as rejection, though, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're not rejection is almost it feels like you're not getting what you want when you want it. And, and because they closed the door on you. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you feel a certain way. Doesn't mean she ain't feeling you. Just mean it wasn't even the right time to feel and, you. And that's a good question, Gent. Is rejection, is it rejection when the timing is off? If she wants to sleep with you and, and she's thinking about being with you forever. She she wants, <laughs> she likes your vibe so much she wants to give you the, the pussy. But tonight she's not because she wants to play the long game. Is she rejecting you or is she just saying, hey, Let's wait a little while. Janet Jackson had a song. Let's wait a little while. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not always what we perceive as rejection isn't always rejection. Sometimes it's just a be patient or, a, you know, not that, yet. In, in that scenario, dog, I'm feeling like it's not rejection, no, dog. But it feels like, you know, it's like, oh, she want to play that game. <laughs> I, I heard, though, Janet, they say you you the long game king. That, that's the, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Oh. Like, I don't got a problem with I don't you got know. a problem playing a long game, man, because you know it, a lot of people just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They just see the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I have to be I'm, honest. Most ninety nine percent of the time with a woman, she has never wanted. She she didn't play the long game with me, but I just she's like a piece of meat. You they, they out here treating you like Captain Save a Ho. This one uh, the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Don't it's, save it's, 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 Yeah, that's good. Don't, don't, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Don't save him. You don't want to be <laughs> So you mentioned earlier about ways to handle rejection. And, you know, everyone's going to handle things different. Uh, the first thing that came up was to be conscious, to be conscious of differences. You know, we all have a different reality. No one sees the world at the same way. You know what I mean? So people will likely behave differently from how you expect them to behave based on how you would have behaved. Yeah. So one way to handle rejection is to be conscious of those differences so that when I say, hey, man, I really need I'm telling you how I feel about something and 
you would be cool. You would be like, hey, man, no, no, we're going to work this out. But they do the entire opposite of that to counteract that feeling of rejection. You have to be conscious that this might not go the way that I would do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah, it is. And Des, you ever been in those situation where you ask a chick a question, but you really want the response the way you want the response yeah, yeah. and you ain't get the response the way you want the response and immediately put you all the way off? It feels like that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a guy or a girl telling their partner, I love you for the first time. And when you say I love you, instead of saying, getting that, you know, I love you too, it's that, you know, that's cool. Or, you know, we're going to, you know. Ditto. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> yeah, if he says ditto, he might as well have said, that's cool. Because <laughs> nothing, nothing is more unstable than a ditto. But you know what, though? Real quick, real quick, one-way tangent, then we take it back. Yo, you should never say I love you to somebody because you want to hear it. You say that shit because you want to say it. That's real. You know what I mean? That's hey, that's fly. Because Is that a period it, with a T at the end? Yeah. Period. But, but, but you say it saying because you want to express it, but you shouldn't me if you don't expect them to say it back. And that's everyone, I think, I don't think that we got to be a real thug, though. Think about it. All right. You tell me, Jen, would you tell a chick you're seeing everything's going on? Would you tell her you loved her first if you weren't sure or had a feeling that she loved you as well? No, you don't want to. Okay, there's a difference between fully jumping the gun. That's what we're talking about. Do you say it if you're not sure? Do you wait it out? You know what I mean? Or do you take the risk? I feel it now. And I can tell she's not where I'm at, but I'm going to tell her how I feel right now. That's some awkward shit because you've been fucking with chicks in the past where she lays it all out on how she wants this and you couldn't see past fucking Tuesday, nigga. And and she said it too soon. She it, she unloaded it's too happened, soon. It's happened to me, dog. So I completely understand. Yeah, it's so happened if she would have waited, it would have mattered. So I don't think that we tell each other how we feel. I think we do it to express it, but at the same time, we hope for reciprocation in there or we wouldn't do it. We don't want to be rejected. It's got some feels what? on it. Yeah, I mean, it, the bottom line is do it how you want to do it. I mean, th- that doesn't apply to me. I think there's people that probably applies to and people that doesn't. But at the end of the day, you setting your ass up for some fucking failure if you out here like saying I love you because you want to hear it back. Like, what I'm telling you is I've never been that dude in a relationship that says it. Like, I'm that motherfucking relationship. The girl say I love you. I'm like, I appreciate that. Right? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm that guy. Pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> A firm too. Nothing, nothing central, bitch. Like, oh man, but look, but look, I that's so stupid. But listen, but but you know what it is? I visualized it, dog, and there's something that you would do, dog, and it felt wrong. It felt wrong. But listen, but but my point is this though: like the time that I've said, like I've never said that. And I guess this goes on with my personality, right? So I'm also not the dude that'll tell you you look pretty if I don't like what you have on or, or won't give you like an honest critique on something you're wearing. So for me, I don't say shit for shits and giggles. If I say you look pretty, it's because you look pretty to me. It's not because I feel obligated to say it because you bought that ugly ass fucking blouse the other day and I'm supposed to like it. I, if I think it's what good, you're saying is different, Daz. What I'm saying is I believe that even if we feel a certain way, we wait to on um, when we actually share our feelings because we fear rejection. And I, 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 I'm wondering, I'm asking you, would you share your feelings even if you were almost sure that the person you're sharing with didn't feel the same way and live yeah. that free or so, do you wait? Yeah. So a couple of things. So then, yes, you clarified that. I, I agree with your first point. I agree with you. The second thing is I, I would I would say it like if I felt it. Because I would be like, I feel this way right now. And if this other person doesn't feel that way or doesn't have the capability to feel that way, then we can cut this shit right here. Yeah. Because if you don't feel that way about me, why waste another two months of my fucking life? But timing is everything. What if you tell someone I love you and they're like, look, I love where this is going. Everything's good. I'm just not there yet. That's tough. How do we how do we that's rejection? That relationship? I've, I've gotten that. I've gotten that. It's Damn, rejection, you, bro. You've always been through the tough situations, ain't yeah, you? Yeah, I've been through that's some tough situations. I don't even know how you make it through pod wise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay together. 
Because in my mind, all I'm hearing is like, you're not there yet. So everything I do for you, I almost have to tone it back because I'm like, no, nah, I can't go in too much because you know what I mean? Like, I don't know where you're. Gent, talk to us, Gent. Tell us. Dog. Do you pull back? Do you stay where you're pull at? Pull back? You got to <laughs> leave her today. <laughs> <laughs> pull out. Huh? You saying pull out. Don't pull back. Pull out. No, you got to pull out, dog, and relocate. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> done. <laughs> Relocate. You got, you got. The, here's the thing. There's, there's, there's different ways, and I know we're gonna talk about it, but there's, there's ways of handling it head, head on, right? And I think you do that when you're more of an adult, you're mature, you, you got some emotional intelligence that you are armed with the right tools to be able to go ahead and fix that shit. When it happened to me, I was young, dog. Gone. You got to be. I was gone. It was yeah. done. There was no more. There was no more. I think the moral of this or to sum this tip up is really to just be more mindful of the expectation reality gap, because that's really where you set yourself up to feel rejection or to feel hurt. You know what I mean? So you have to have, take that expectation out of your mind. And when you're hot shit, when you, when you know, your vibe is good and you know, everything's good, your expectation reality gap. It's so small because you're like, nigga, I know what I know. <laughs> yeah, and, I feel and maybe then you should share your feelings. But if you're not certain, and that that gap seems further than you like, I would, I would, I'd wait. I'd wait it out, buddy. I'd wait it out. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Makes sense. Here's what I would say. You, every day we get up, millions of of not just Americans, millions of people make the make the 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 poor assumption that they'll see tomorrow, right? They make the poor assumption that everybody that was important to them today will be here tomorrow and two weeks from now. And my only thing, and this is just my personal thing, so that's why it maybe doesn't apply to the masses. So I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong, but I'm just using a message to the people. Yeah. Don't expect that, that motherfucker that you love so much gonna be here tomorrow for yeah. whatever reason. So when you have an opportunity to say I love you to someone that you love, that's and that's what I was getting at before. Then you say that shit because that's how you feel. Because guess what? If on the way leaving your house to go back to their house or to run to the store, they get in a fucking car accident and die. They're gonna know you love them. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know, especially in these times with the uh, virus and all that. You know, you really should share your feelings and open up to your loved ones because <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen and life is truly short. Uh, on a small tangent from what you said, you know, bitches got to have some chill. These hoes got no chill today, you know, like seriously, you know, they y'all be a dead horse. Y'all just nag, nag. You come, 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 come at the same thing over and over. And, and, and I don't think a lot of women realize that lack of chill. You're always pressing this issue. You're always bringing this up and, and, and almost trying to force your agenda. That leads to you being rejected immediately short term and long term because we don't want to hear that shit and when you press some a man and i want to say even a woman i'd imagine she'd agree when you oh, press someone same, like that in, in in a negative way it's like what what outcome did you hope for but a negative one and that's going to lead to rejection when you oh you're good now because you asked the question you were the one giving it you were taking it so you come back later and you think it's all gravy. No. Oh, it's leading you to be tougher rejected. rejection. Before they were trying to be nice. Yeah. The next time it's going to be that blunt rejection. And to be honest with you, there's a difference being about how to receive some of that nice rejection versus like, nigga, did you not hear? I don't want your ass. You, you know what I'm saying? Shit. It's emotional intelligence, yeah. man. Why push a situation if you don't have to? You know what I'm saying? It's like pushing someone with a gun and say, shoot me. You know, I know people do that all the time in relationships and shit like that. Be like, oh, you want to hit hit me then, and then slap slap a nigga in the face. You'd be like, I don't condone, I don't condone that. But that would be funny. <laughs> this is this is egg them on. You know, I hate that. Yeah, don't yeah. egg them on. Yeah, why? Anyways, I'm gonna get back on topic. It's just that that came to my mind. These hoes ain't got no chill. But all right, so we're gonna force <laughs> yourself to think of more than one possible outcome. So. You know, we got to find reasons to support the positive and the negative outcomes. If you interview for a job and you don't get it, maybe the other person was more qualified. Maybe the other person uh, is related to a family member in the company. Maybe that girl, she suck a mean dick and she got in. I mean, who knows? 
point of the matter is you have to be have those supporting reasons already handy so that when that negative outcome comes. So I agree with everything that um that Jeezy said. And I think that's a frame of mind. Like I'll tell you this, it's interesting. You know, I'm a dark, big black male in America, right? And that comes with its own kind of stereotype. And but you know, of all the jobs that I've ever interviewed for before I got really stable in my career, particularly when I was younger, if I didn't get the job, I never thought it was because I was like a black guy. Like I, that never came to my mind, right? And so maybe I was naive, but that's why I'm telling you it's a mind frame. Yeah. I just never thought of that because I was like, you know what? I'm prepared. I'm this. I'm that. And to and to Gigi's point, I will always would have thought, well, I know I did. You know, I would grade myself, and I was honest. A lot of motherfuckers not honest with themselves. That's true. When shit true. don't go their way, it was always somebody else's fault. When they they honest with themselves, oh, when they talk to their family and friends, it was somebody else's fault, right? So my thing is, I'll tell myself, you know what? I always grade myself on a scale of one to a hundred on that interview. Man, I was probably about an eighty-two, right? And while that's not horrible. It's easy to beat a fucking 82. So somebody it's else could not easy, easy, but it's doable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 82. Yeah, I mean, you can get, a, you get an 85 or 90 on the interview, right? So somebody else could have came in, been just as qualified as I am, and they killed their interview. And maybe that's why I didn't get the job. So before, I just think, and I'm going on a tangent myself, but my mind frame was always before I blame anybody else, did I do everything I could and exhaust every possibility I could? To be successful in whatever that thing was. Dad, but Des, you're not going, you're not going off subject. You take that into a full relationship, bro. Yeah. The the problem in a lot of relationships when it comes to even having these conversations about rejection, um, because uh, some of the tips is just having the conversation, dude. It's a lack of self awareness, a lack of ownership, and personal courage to say shit. You know what? I took some time to look inside myself, and I see some of this shit that's wrong. I have to take some ownership in this shit. I mm-hmm. see some where some of my errors is. I mean, if I was to grade myself, I would say I was an 82 and I could see where you would have some issue with that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that space where I could have some. Um, I, I find some a lot of women and we had when we got on with that podcaster several episodes ago. I can't remember, but I remember she even said it herself that so many women aren't real with themselves they're not honest with themselves to claim you know where they're going wrong in the relationship to to speak to their laziness you know they're talking about oh my weight this i i don't like how i look but you at home every day doing nothing you know what i'm saying but you but but every time you buy food french fries and are involved etc etc so there are things that you have control no i know you smiling dad and i know y'all always say i go to the weight but that these are things that you can control Everything in your relationship, in your life is discipline or things that you can control. Y'all know me and I take uh, being in shape pretty well. Everyone knows also I can eat whatever I want and be all right. I haven't eaten dinner after 7 p.m. That's not because I have to. It's because I choose to. So many women, I believe, and, and men are probably out there doing it, too. But I can speak from my perspective are not speak are not being honest with themselves. And they're letting themselves off the hook in ways that they shouldn't. When the fact is, the reason they're not getting the outcome that they seek is because they're not actually doing the work. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I no, 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 no. There's no digressing that. I mean, yeah, we know you focus on the weight a little bit. But if you take take the weight out of it, you put that in any sector of your relationship, bro, you're still spot on, bro. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. If you take the weight out of it, then it wouldn't be no problem. Y'all feel what y'all see what I'm doing there? Exactly. I mean, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I think about the best example for that really, too, is a man approaching a girl. When we're going up to a girl, we see her, she looking good. We wondering, is she feeling us? We wondering, do okay. we have a chance? And on right. mine, we like, let's go over there, shoot our shot. She, Man, she might say, yes, I'll be hitting it in, in two days. You know what I'm saying? We'll be eating dinner for, for, for three weeks if you gent. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Or, <laughs> or she might say, oh. <laughs> Or she might say no because she has a boyfriend or she might say no because she just got out of a bad relationship or she might say no because, you know, what I'm saying she got really, uh, you know, hurt in her last situation. And she's really so the time it could be off. So realistically, yeah. when you have that in your mind going over and I think, again, men are more uh, more more conditioned to this type of situation. We'll have in our mindset that that win lose mindset so when we go in if we take the l we're like all right i'm getting back in the game you know 10 minutes later but you know yeah i think that's just it's your mindset you know see in my industry like you know there's salespeople, right and 
what I what I love about salespeople, man, is that dude, it's like they were like they were groomed to be told no. You know, they don't like it, but they can take rejection, but they never hear no. They hear opportunity. Even when they hear no, it's just like without pressing it, because they have some they have some emotional intelligence enough to say, okay. Was there something that I could have done differently? If so, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and try this again. But they they take rejection. They internalize it. They say, what can I learn from this shit? And then when it's time to repeat it again, they're a better version of themselves. I think you, you, rejection is a it, it, it feels bad. It equates to pain. But you could you could take that flip that and you could do something really powerful with it, too, bro. What I do love you that shit as about being objective when facing rejection you know uh, the sex comes to mind again because again we deal with so much of that in a relationship as a man your woman saying no to some uh pussy when the fact of the matter is she had a long day at work and she mm-hmm. talked you know what i mean and, and maybe we're feeling rejected when the fact is what we really should be doing is keeping things you know objective so we understand where she's coming from to see that it's not really rejection but more so just bad timing. No, yeah. yeah, man, it's hard. That's hard for a man to do out here. I think it's not necessarily hard. It really depends on how much you care about that woman who is telling you it's because she's tired. Let me tell you something, because if you couldn't imagine your life without that person, then you you would just be like, you know what? I would have preferred to have yeah. my penis in her this evening, but uh, seeing as how she's very tired, Perhaps tomorrow would be a better day. How long, how long is it okay? To, <laughs> so elegant. So elegant. How long is it okay to go without sex in a relationship, to be rejected in a, in a relationship and say you understand and it's all good? That's that yeah. answer is infinitesimal, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's gonna it's gonna depend on the woman and the man in that relationship. It's gonna depend at what point in the relationship they are. Have they been in a relationship for two months or for yeah, ten man. years? For three years, so it's yeah, a lot of factors. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that it's, was a scale. Scale. it's a sliding scale. It's a sliding scale. But, yeah, I mean, everyone knows what their threshold is, right? You know what I'm saying? Before they start acting a monkey fool, you should try to have those conversations prior to getting to that threshold. Yeah, because yeah. you know that's that's the problem. Because sometimes men are so prideful, and I'm speaking for myself because I know that you know, and it's one thing that I, I I've worked on significantly is how prideful I used to be, and you know, you never kind of ever not be prideful, but. It's not to the same level of intensity, but you'll put yourself in situations where you're not going to have that conversation solely on, well, shit. I mean, I know I look good. So, you know, something's wrong with her. I'm going to wait for her to come to me and I'm not going to go to her. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you done went past your threshold of patience to a point where now you you a thousand degrees and nothing good is going to come from that. You're just going to burn the whole world down and or you're going to end up doing something stupid. Have the conversation prior to your threshold, your breaking point, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know what? I think part of that too is I think maybe a little pride or maybe a little stubbornness gets in the way, right? Because I think you get a lot of folks that say, well, she should know. Mm. She's in a relationship with me. She ain't been fucking her man. What's she think going on? I think there's an expectation of being able to have that emotional intelligence you talked about salespeople having. And say, look, clearly this dude hasn't been getting what he needs. And I've been a little bit maybe lackadaisical around that. What can I do to to not exacerbate the problem? Right. So I think there's that expectation. And I and and when you expect something and it don't come through, it's it's almost more devastating if you never expected it and it never happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The expectation's a motherfucker. You know, it is, boy. Yeah. That re- it really is sometimes. Uh will lead set you up for failure, you know what I mean? And and that's We've talked about this in a previous podcast to where expectations can ruin your relationship. <laughs> it can, though. It can. No, it can. But the, the last thing I wanted to say was to not take the outcome so personally, you know, and I, I know you all just spoke to that in your examples, but I just want to push that point through where, you you know, you just basically have to accept the reality and other people have things going on and it has nothing to do with you. We tend to make everything about ourselves, you know, woe is me. And and maybe not everybody, some of us are able to keep it uh, 
far more subjective or objective, depending on your the way you mm-hmm. look at it. But I think a lot of times when things come at us, we always man, man, it's just happening to me. It's just happening to me. But you don't know what's going on with the other person. So just don't take the outcome so personally. If your man comes up to you out of the blue and says, look, it's not working. I'm done. There was nothing you could have done. That's not the rejection that you think. It's <laughs> just the fact that he made a, a, a drastic decision or, you know what I mean? Maybe he was stewing on it. Who knows? But my point of the matter is there was nothing to prepare you for that. So you can't take that outcome personally. Yeah. I mean, low key, maybe you should look into those things that maybe made him want to leave. But maybe none of, maybe there was nothing. Maybe he just met somebody else. Maybe he just realized he's not meant for relationships. A lot of men get into relationships because we meet a great woman and a great vibe mm-hmm. and pussy good. And we like, man, I want to be with this chick. And we get into it and we see like, damn, this is what a relationship is. I got to be home every day. I got to answer to this. I got to die, die, die. Yeah. He cares about her. He loves her. But he realized that's not the lifestyle that he wants to live. And I don't think a lot of men in particular are honest with themselves about that and we do what society has told told us western civilization find a woman marry or settle down i agree so we do that and we get locked into doing the right mm-hmm. thing in american dream and we get into it like damn i i wasn't made for this and and, and and he's cheating galore and you're taking it personal no he loves you ho he just love a lot of hoes he love all this <laughs> you know what i'm saying he might even love you more that's how he that's how it is and a lot of men women don't understand that some can Cause there's some real uh, chicks out here doing their thing, but the way men can compartmentalize in that way and, and, and say, this is just sex for me, but this is love and this is intimacy, but this is just sex. And, and again, I, I just think so many men need to look at themselves in the mirror before any I do's and say, am I a husband material or am I a nigga that ain't shit that want to be in the streets that wants to do what he wants to do. Just be honest with yourselves, you know? Yeah. No nah, respect, man. Um, if, if, are we wrapping it? Yeah, let's wrap this thing up because, um, I just, I also just think that it's important to take some time to just like, we, you know, recap and just examine yourself. Sometimes another big thing is, man, allow yourself to heal, man. A lot of people get that rejection and, and going back and talking to about the salespeople, like it's different when you're doing it for a job and selling a product. But when it comes to your life, sometimes I think you got to allow yourself to heal, man, bruise ego and all allow yourself to to recuperate before you jump back in because you're not allowing that self-discovery and that analyzation to be able to, to take place for you to realize how do I learn from this, how do I move forward to be great. But don't don't let none of that shit hold you down, dog. God made you. So at the end of the day, no one can break you but yourself and him. And so don't let no one ever put you in that space. And real talk, there's always going to be there's, there's some there's something going to be better for you every time, bro. And we all face it. So you're never alone. So don't feel like you're the only one that this is happening to. And we all experience it, man. I remember how many think about think about going to the mall back in the day with your paper and pen before these cell phones came out, bro. It was a lot of times when you shot your shot in the mall. They they moved past you. But as soon as you start to realize, dang, boy, maybe I was coming too aggressively, you know, maybe you know, maybe my breath stank. You don't know what it was. But you learn from that shit. You come step to them another way, you develop your game in a different way. Man, there's gonna be someone on the other side who's gonna welcome you, bro. I'm telling you. I saw like, a movie you once. Get you. Now you're hot. They all on you. Oh yeah, Ex- Mike. That's, no. that's if you're hideous and you come into some money. That's that's. <laughs> only, that's <laughs> I saw in a movie. I forget which one. Buddy said, "What kind of chicks do you like?" He says, "I like girls that like me." So <laughs> <laughs> realistically, fellas, just find the ones that like you. If they're all ugly and big, I don't know what happened, but that's just the life you've been given. You got to embrace that. You know what I'm saying? Go for it. If I put my bow on, I would say, you know, take rejection for what it is. Um, I think rejection can can spawn some beautiful things. Right. Michael Jordan being rejected from his his, uh, you know, his basketball team in high school to have him go work harder and come back even stronger. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, For LeBron James not to make that state championship in football and say, you know, I'm just going to focus on basketball and look what happened. Right. So look at Tom Brady, Tom Brady, 198, um, you know, pick overall, man. They reject the NFL, rejected him as a whole, basically. Right. Right. So take rejection for what it is. And and, and from a relationship standpoint, you get rejected. Be honest with yourself and find out what made you 
the person that she didn't want to be with or he didn't want to be there? What can you do to maybe not for that person, but for your future, better yourself so that you're more attractive to people? Whether that's your weight, whether that's reading more, whether that's getting your teeth fixed, whether that's doing your hair, whether that's whatever that is for you or whatever combination of those things. Focus on getting better on those things and make yourself a better person. All the other shit will fall in. You know, and, and, yeah. and True. Maybe it's none of those things. Ask yourself, is the person you're with the right person? Because mm. there may be nothing wrong with you and you're not connecting with this person and you're facing rejection because the connection isn't ideal. It's not long lasting. You know what I mean? It's not genuine. So it, check the vibe. If the vibe isn't right and you're seeing holes in it, you're not really being rejected. They're just helping you and giving you the signs that this relationship isn't what it's supposed to be. It wasn't going to be. Yeah. Move on. Real talk. You know what I mean? Move on. Penny of fish in the sea. I know that analogy never gets old. There's a lot of fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Salmon, bass, nigga. You know what I'm too. Don't, don't lead them barracudas alone. <laughs> barracudas alone. <laughs> Is that four? Those are four and unders? Oh, okay, man. I'm not going to do that's it. That. <laughs> that's, that's why hey, they always but, hiding up under the water, you know, on the sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Even they know where they belong. Oh, that's tough. Either way, man. You. <laughs> Subscribe, man. Episodes weekly. Uh, find us on YouTube. Find us on all podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. So all the socials, Facebook, the uh, type Brunch with the Boys, Instagram, Brunch with Boys. Uh, we definitely want to try this. We're going to put something out next week where we're going to take questions via webinar. Jeezy going to figure that out for us, man. We're going to send some links out. Uh, in a time slot for everyone to just join us and we have a real good time come in ask questions with the boys hey. join our table join us at the kitchen table and that let's get awesome. it in i'm looking forward to that let me tell you something we can make that happen we look forward to interacting with y'all so we're gonna make this pop up it's gonna be amazing coffee and brunch we can have a conversations over coffee and brunch ha. 